All right, guys, this is the uh, first podcast we're having, and the first guest of honor here is Rusty Manis. He is my preferred lender with Atlantic Bay Mortgage, who's the top uh, purchase mortgage company in the area. They're a local lender. Um, everything, the management, the loan officers, the processing is done here locally, so he knows the market here. He's been in the business. Rusty, you've been in the business for, what, about eight years? Actually, this June will be my 13th year in mortgage lending, Riley. 13th year. Man, so it goes quick, huh? It sure does. Well, tell me tell me a little bit about uh, how you got in the business and kind of what brought you to this point. Well, I'll introduce myself. Uh, my name's Rusty Manis. I'm a licensed loan officer with Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Uh, Atlantic Bay was founded in 1996. We're currently headquartered in Virginia Beach. Uh, we have offices throughout Florida, Georgia, Virginia, North, South Carolina, Delaware, believe Tennessee, and even Maryland. Uh, this June, like I mentioned, will mark my 13th year in mortgage banking. It's actually my seventh with Atlantic Bay. Um, I've got processing experience. I've been an assistant and been a mortgage banker. Uh, my office is located in Virginia Beach. That's where all of our loans, like you mentioned, are processed and underwritten. So I'm excited about the future. It's a little bit about myself. Awesome, awesome. And now tell me, uh, I mean, in the business you're in, you're you're doing a lot of volume. So how many loans uh, would you say roughly that you've touched uh, since you've been in this business? Robbie, I think I've looked at well over 10,000 credit reports. And so to see that number of credit reports, I've probably closed in the neighborhood of 15 to 1,800 mortgage loans. Um, so it's it's quite a lot over 12 years. I've probably touched even more. Um, like I said, for the past eight years, working with Atlantic Bay, uh, underneath Dennis Brink and myself, we've closed, hmm, I think, top three in closed loans units. So typically on a normal year, we close between 112 and 130 loans a year. All right. So you said 112 um, to 130 loans a year. So, guys, this guy knows his stuff. It's a treat to have him here. And uh, we're going to talk about what's going on in the lending market. And, and the reason I wanted to have him on first is I thought that this would be, vi- you know, vital advice, even if you own a home or if you're looking to buy a home, just because things have changed so much in residential lending. And, uh, you know, it's good to keep up on this type of stuff. So hold on one second, Russie. Let me make sure something's going right with this recording. All right. All right, cool. Um, all right, so the, here's another question I had for you. What do you see? Everybody wants to know what's going on with interest rates right now, and and kind of what do you expect to see going forward in the future? I know they've they've been really low for a while. You're right. You're right. Interest rates have been very low. We're actually close to a uh, all time low. Uh, interest rates remain under pressure every day. Um, pressure as we speak. Mortgage rates have remained, I'd say, between 3 and the mid-4% range for several years. Uh, but I don't see that continuing much longer. Um, I talk, Talking council folks and families to purchase when they're ready, there's definitely an interest rate hike in the future. Uh, nobody can predict how quickly that'll happen, um, but I do think maybe this time next year, I mentioned we're probably between 3 and 4%, mid-4% range now. Uh, interest rates probably speculate to be a percent higher this time next year. 
Um, so they have remained low. We've been near all-time lows, uh, but definitely seeing interest rate hike in the future. Um, that's almost unforeseen, you know, foreseen and happening. Just don't know how quickly or how fast. Gotcha. And that, that affects payments a good bit. Um, I mean, what? let's say it goes up to 5%. From four, what? How does that affect someone's payment if they're thinking of buying a home? Somebody's payment on an interest rate hike of four to five percent would probably be close to that hundred dollar range, uh, which could affect their buying power anywhere from ten to fifteen thousand. Um, it's substantial, so I do recommend anybody that's thinking about buying a home to at least consider getting qualified now, um, because the amount of home you'll qualify now at today's interest rates will be more than it will. In a year from now, if interest rates increase one percent, it's between probably ten and fifteen thousand in buying power. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, that's good info. Um, and it, I know um, coming out of the recession that we were in, a lot of people, you know, you hear hear it said, which I never really understood where it was coming from, that banks aren't making loans and you need a huge down payment nowadays uh, to even buy a home. Can you dispel that myth for us? Absolutely. Absolutely. Traditional mortgage loans, such as conventional loans and FHA mortgage loans, they require as little as 5 and 3.5% down payments, respectively. If you're a veteran, a former veteran, or qualify with VA eligibility, there may not be a down payment requirement at all. Uh, in addition to your conventional or standard loans, the state of Virginia and several local cities offer grant and down payment assistance programs for certain potential homeowners. Um, so having a down payment is certainly helpful, but needing a large down payment just isn't a requirement. Okay, gotcha. So so really nowadays, uh, three and a half to five percent down is is that kind of the norm of what you see uh home buyers making as a down payment? That's, that, that is the normal. Um, the main loan types that people are using are VA, FHA, and conventional loans. And then all those depend on their income, credit, and savings. Um, for 5% loan is the down payment requirement for a conventional loan. Those loans are made available on 30, 20, 15, and 10-year terms. FHA loans do require a minimum of 3.5% down payment, um, and that money can come from a gift a 401k account, a retirement account, and they're available at very low interest rates. So between 35 and 5%, the majority of homeowners are purchasing, and those are the down payment requirements. Gotcha. Okay. And now, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the, the main loan types, like who's eligible for them and kind of what they mean? Like what, as a consumer out there, what does FHA or VA conventional, what does that stuff mean? Okay. Well, VA loans are reserved for veterans and those who have served in any branch of the military or armed forces. Uh, they provide 100% financing, which means no down payments required. And in our area, they're a very big part of what I do. Uh, with our heavy military presence here in Hampton Roads, this loan is a really great tool for servicemen and women. Um, it does provide, like I mentioned, 100% financing and no down payments required. It's reserved for veterans and those who have been in the military. FHA loans are a great choice for first-time home buyers. They offer low to, uh, like I said, 3.5% down payment, and they're for low to moderate income levels. Um, the down payment money I mentioned can come from a gift, 
They are made at very low affordable fixed interest rates. You also have conventional loans. And that's probably the third and most common loan type. Those loans require a 5% down payment. They're also made available at 30, 20, 15, and 10-year terms. Uh, and those loans can be used for investment properties, primary home purchases, and even allow for multiple loans at one time. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, thanks for going over that. Sometimes I feel like people, um, you know, if they don't do this every day, we've got all these acronyms, FHA, VA, you know, whatever it is. Hard to know what that stuff means. You don't hear much about it on TV or on HGTV. They, you just see people with pretty houses and furniture, if you know what I mean. You are correct. <laughs> uh, now, what... What do you see right now for people that already own a home and maybe uh, keep an eye on rates and, and always want to make sure their payment's as low as it can be? What do you see going on in the refinance market right now? To be honest with you, Robbie, refinance loans nowadays are very common, and it all has to do with the interest rates and, and them being near all-time lows. Homeowners are taking advantage of this by refinancing their current mortgage loan to either lower their payments reduce their loan term, in some cases withdrawing equity for home improvements or either other purchases. I'm doing a lot of uh, refinance, refinances currently, probably a higher than normal volume, uh, and I expect that to continue as long as interest rates remain this low. So if you can take advantage of a lower payment or lower your term by refinancing, a lot of homeowners are jumping on it. And what what about um, you know years ago, before we had a, a market decline and kind of hit a hit a slow period, uh, people were doing a lot of refinance cash outs or like you said taking out money to to I don't replace a roof, replace a H HVAC that's getting old. What is that coming back or what are you seeing there? Uh, well, cash out refinances have always been um, not prominent but always been an option. Uh, home and whether it's for a home improvement uh, or even other home purchase, they, they've always continued. Depending on the value of your home and the amount of equity in your property, uh, a cash-out refinance may or may not have been something available to you in the past. Like you sure. mentioned in 2009, there may be mortgage meltdown. Some of the equity here evaporated and folks weren't able to access the equity. But home values are rebounding. They seem to be going up. Um, so the equity is made available to folks by doing a cash-out refinance. So those loans are coming back a little more than maybe 2010, 11, and even 12. Gotcha. All right. That So that's good news for people. Uh, so basically, it, to do that, it just depends on people having equity, I guess, right? That's correct. Yep. Um, now, what um, – you know, the reason I could tell the audience, and, and I know why I like – using you guys when we have borrowers that need loans. Uh, it's really helpful when someone's purchasing a home to use a local lender. Can you uh, explain that a little bit? How does your process and, and service level differ a little bit from some of the larger national companies? Well, I'll be honest, I get asked this question a lot, and I do think there's a few big reasons why it makes sense to use uh, a local lender rather than a large national company. I think the first, like you mentioned, it's local processing and underwriting. What that means is once an application is turned in for approval, the underwriter and processor work locally here under one roof, 
which allows for expedited approvals. So we have faster turnarounds. Another big benefit, I think, is we work with local appraisers. So they know our area. They know neighborhoods. They know schools. They know everything about Hampton Roads. So we build strong relationships with these appraisers, local closing attorneys, settlement agents, realtors, business professionals that all share our community. So I think using a local company, um, you get faster responses, and, and we just know the area and our product a little better. Yeah, and kind of what I've seen with, with having everybody on the same page and having that local market, um, and I feel really strongly about this to anybody out there listening, is that with some of the larger banks, you don't know who the appraiser is, who the under, underwriter is. They may be in San Francisco. They've never even heard of Hampton Roads. Um, and stuff can get just, just get messed up. Would you agree with that, the less people know the market, roughly? Absolutely. Um, the less people know your market, and that just means, you know, um, knowing your area, uh, knowing the products that are available, we're very competitive. So sometimes folks go online and they might get information that may not be true, loans may not be made available to them. Um, so the process being so close in here and everybody communicating, I'm, I'm really a firm believer of it too. Uh, we get faster turn times, and I've I've dealt and worked with my underwriter, my processor for many years. Um, so I think it really helps out with getting answers and being able to get responses much quicker. Gotcha. And, and the one thing I see as an agent, as a real estate agent on the other side of the deal, when we're writing a contract for a buyer, and I've talked with you about this before, it's it, we're getting in a more competitive market where there may be multiple offers and on the on a property if it's a really nice property. And if a seller has to choose between a local lender or a national lender, they're going to pick the local lender every time just because of those reasons and feeling like uh, it's more likely for the deal to close and, and close on time. So, yep, I mean, I, I think that's a big deal and a, and a point to make to anyone listening to this that's thinking of, of – taking out a loan or buying a property. Um, now, what, Rusty, if someone wants to get pre-qualified, we hear that word a lot is what you should do before you start shopping for a home. What does that process look like? Pre-qualification process is pretty simple. Uh, it starts with the counseling, whether we do it over the phone, whether we do it face-to-face, -face, whether we do it on an online application. Uh, I think it's really important for folks to get pre-qualified totally helps out with the negotiation process. Uh, an approval letter with a local lender, it means a lot. Your offer, like Robbie mentioned, gets accepted every time. Um, the pre-approval process or pre-qualification process, it's really a consultation. So we review your income, we review your employment, we review your credit, we review your savings, determine how much home you would qualify for. Um, and like I said, the process is free. So it doesn't cost anything to be approved with me, Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Um, we review that, that information and determine what you'd be qualified for and what you're comfortable with. Um, so the process can be done face-to-face, -face, over the phone. Um, it's really informative, gives clients a better position, and, and also to know what when they do make that offer, um, maybe what their ceiling may be and what they're comfortable with, maybe two different things. So it's a total, uh, it's a tool, it's a negotiating tool, and it really helps out with your offer. 
And now what, um, you know, say there's somebody that sees a home and, and wants to get qualified today or how, how long does that process typically take for them to, you know, figure out what types of loans are available to them and, and get an approval letter? I'd say the pre-qualification process from start to finish, if it's done over the phone, it can be done in under an hour. Um, I gather the information over the phone. It probably takes 15 minutes. Um, we want to gather your employment information and your income information. Um, we access your credit report and determine, like I said, the amount you qualify for. That's the pre-qualification process. And to issue an approval letter, lenders would like to see the uh, verified information. So we would be either get a pay stub, gather some of the information just to make sure uh, what we discussed over the phone was, was correct. But the entire application process is fairly quick. Uh, it can be done in under an hour over the phone, uh, face-to-face, either, either option that they choose. Gotcha. So really, uh, if, you know, once, once you link up with the buyer, talk with them and get on your computer and, and put the research together, it takes about an hour. Is that about right? That's about right, man. Every bit of an hour and we can get the process done. Uh, we'll issue an approval letter if the applicant's approved and we can and get them shopping. Gotcha. Now I'll, I'll say this. I don't, I don't think Russ will say it because he's a nice guy and, is politically correct, but if you have a if you go into your local bank and talk with a loan officer or go to your credit union and they tell you they're going to have to get back with you Monday or next week to get a loan approval, that's going to cost you at some point the house that you want to buy because if if you want a house and it's the top home in that price range that you're shopping in, then somebody else is going to like it too. So whether it's Rusty or anybody else, you need a local lender that can actually get things done and, and isn't, um, for lack of a better way to put it, a nine-to-five, you know, doesn't really care whether they do another loan or not today type person that, that tells you they've got to get back to you in three days. So, anyway, just my two cents on that from what I've seen on the agent side with, with buyers that want to make offers and or approve with different lenders. So, that's my plug for you, Rusty. I appreciate it. <laughs> um all right, now as far let's let's flip the page a little bit. What's the lending environment like right now for investors? Lending market for investors is welcoming, and so financing options for investors are beginning to come back more and more. <clears throat> the number of finance properties has recently increased, so uh, we were restricted to a certain number of properties, whether an applicant was buying uh, investment properties, um, single family, duplex, however the n- number of units. So that's finally beginning to increase. Down payment requirements for investors is finally lowering. So what that means is requirements for a down payment previously were as high as 20%. We're able to get some investment loans done with as little as 15% down. Um, So the investment market is starting to come back. So that's good news, uh, especially with the number of properties. Some really good deals out there. So for anybody that's thinking about investing in real estate, I'd say consult with a real uh, loan officer, mortgage banker, to see what options are available. It's a great time. Awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. So, I mean, if someone's not buying investment property right now and they've been thinking about it, I, I can't remember a better time to do it, you know. Yeah, um, you're really going to be kicking yourself. I agree. I agree. Um, now, what... 
what are some of the mistakes you see borrowers making when they before they or while they're buying a home that maybe we can uh, educate people on and and kind of prevent them from making the same mistakes? Education, education. I think the two biggest mistakes that borrowers make when they're purchasing a home um, is rushing into the home purchase when they may not be ready or may not have the education. Um, and sometimes even taking on a payment you're not comfortable with. So buying a home, I know you would raise an investment, and it's probably either your first investment or your largest investment. So I can't stress how important it is to do your homework up front and get pre-qualified. Find out how much you qualify for. Find out how much you're comfortable for. Um, make sure you discuss that with your agent. And so be up front and, you know, find out what your maximum price range will be for approval. Also find out where you're comfortable. Um, I know a lot of my clients go out shopping and so they're comfortable with a certain payment and then they find the house that they truly fell in love with and it might be a little more than they were originally comfortable with and so they buy it. Not that that's a bad thing, but um, sometimes that may be a mistake just stretching what you're comfortable for. So I'd say education, education, get up get approved up front, and there's a ton of loans to choose from. So, def- so deciding which one's best for you and getting pre-approved up front uh, is the best thing you can do. Buying a home is a stressful process, and limiting the amount of stress is important. And by doing that, get pre-approved and just find out exactly how much you're approved for, and, and it will it will make the process a whole lot a whole lot easier. Yeah, I mean, I guess that should be done before people even go look at their first home. It, there's no reason not to. It, it's kind of like uh, putting the cart before the horse to look at homes before getting pre-approved. Um, and I, I think people just don't like people looking at their credit or asking about their finances. But like you said, um, being educated and knowing what your options are it just just makes sense and doesn't make sense not to do it, you know? It sure doesn't. Now, can, can you tell us a little bit about, uh, I know uh, something that people look into nowadays with all of the foreclosures and fixer-upper properties that have been out there are rehab loans. Can you touch on that a little bit? I sure can. <clears throat> rehab loans are great, and they're a great tool to purchase a home and include the costs of either renovating the home or building the property at the same time. So whether it's a 203K, and a lot of people hear that term, not a 401K, a 203K, it's a type of building loan. You have a streamlined loan. You have construction rehabilitation loan. They're all types of rehab loans that allow you to finance the cost to renovate or build your home. Uh, And they're done at a low and affordable fixed payment. So rehab loans are the exact same as traditional VA, FHA, and conventional loans once they close. However, it's their ability to include renovation costs or building costs that make them so special. So Atlantic Bay offers all these loan types, um, and you're right, with the current number of foreclosures and homes in need of repair, these loans provide a great opportunity for home buyers to purchase the property and include the cost to either renovate or build under one payment. And so that's a great way to, uh, a great tool for home buyers, whether they're first-time home buyers or they're investors or they're just purchasing a second home. So rehab loans, a great way uh, to finance a dream home or conclude 
renovation costs and your mortgage and get it under one fixed low payment. So that can that um, that could really open the market up, you know, when somebody doesn't want to spend twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars on a home that needs work um, of their of their own cash, then they can get the loan from you, finance the repairs, and then they have freedom to maybe get into a, lo- a location they wanted to be in where there wasn't an updated home available, or they may, you know buy a home in the area they wanted and end up with, you know, five, ten percent additional equity because they bought the home that needed repair and, and on top of that have the home how they want it with the colors they want and everything like that, right? Robbie, you're exactly right and what a great point. I think that rehab loan really opens up the amount of properties that a borrower might look at. And so nobody wants to buy that ugly house and so we sometimes lack vision. So the rehab loan allows you to finance the vision um, and make that home that you may not like when you first saw it, that turnkey picture home, dream home that you're thinking about. Um, and you're you're exactly right. Some of these homes that are in disrepair and might be beautiful homes when they're painted, have new roofs, windows, kitchens, bathrooms, this loan provides an option for including those costs where you may not have to come out of pocket. Um, you may not have to spend that money immediately after moving into the property. Just a great way to get these properties fixed up the way you want them prior to you moving into them. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and one tip um, I would say for anybody out there that's thinking of doing a rehab loan is, number one, uh, use an agent, use a real estate agent that understands construction and has done remodeling and use a lender that understands that remodeling process. And you want both of them to have contractor connections um, because it has to be done fairly quickly, and, and it's, you know, a lot to do while you're trying to live your everyday life. So having an agent or a lender that are just kind of there to open the door but don't know much about construction can make it a, a huge pain in the butt, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah what that's do you think? definitely non-beneficial. You're correct. And not always, but, but for that rehab loan, I think that's a niche where you want somebody that knows what the heck they're doing on your side. I agree. Now, um, you know, like once someone starts, uh, you know, say they're under contract to buy a home or they initiate a refinance, what's uh, that loan process typically look like and and how long does it take? Uh, The loan process, like I said, just typically starts with an application. Uh, From start to finish, I like to say that the process is between 30 and 35 days. Uh, We can get it done sooner, and we will get it done sooner when we can, um, but usually about a 30 to 35-day process. We meet with a borrower, uh, whether it's a refinance or purchase loan transaction, um, on a purchase loan transaction, once the contract's ratified, that clock kind of begins. On a refinance transaction, once we meet with the application, the applicant and the application turned in, um, about 30 to 35 days, we would would be until the closing. Okay, gotcha. So, so it sounds pretty pretty straightforward, and you know, as long as they're working with people that that know what they're doing, you're. I'm guessing you're in touch with them throughout the whole process and kind of making sure, uh, you know, the I's are dotted and T's are crossed, right? 
That's right. From the time the application's turned in, um, myself, my processor, communicate with the borrower through closing about any changes, um, setting closing expectations, and just managing the flow of the approval, informing them when the appraisal will be ordered, informing them that the appraisal will be calling. If we're updating an insurance policy for a refinance or we're contacting an insurance agent to set up a new policy, we're communicating that with the borrower each step along the way. Um, the process, like I mentioned, can be stressful. We try to limit the stress. Uh, and communication is key. Very important to communicate, and that's another huge reason I think using a local lender is important. Uh, you mentioned contacts, and it's just uh, I'm always available by phone. <clears throat> Loan applications typically are taken by phone, or at least started by phone. I know most of my referrals I get, I reach out to them by phone and either set up an appointment to meet face-to-face or set up a time when we can take a phone application. So just being available uh, I think is very important. Yeah, and, it, you know, it's not like anyone wants to work 24-7, but from my experience, some of the credit unions or, or bank branches where someone goes and, and links up with the loan officer, they don't even give you their cell phone number, and you can't call them outside of 9 to 5, and people are working, and which is, you know, might be fine 80% of the time, but what about when someone – has a problem and closing's a day or two away and they can't get hold of somebody or they're out of town and they don't even have their cell phone number. I mean, uh, it, so you're saying within reason people can get a hold of you um, on the weekend or, you know, after work, that type of thing, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. All of my clients have my cell phone number, <clears throat> my office number, my direct email. I always make myself available. If I don't pick up the phone, usually I'm on the other line and I'll return a phone call immediately. It's very important, I think, to uh, return a phone call. I don't leave the office with any unanswered or unreturned voicemail. So um, you're, you're right, credit unions and sometimes banks, they work nine to five, and so they don't make themselves available. And it seems like a lot of issues seem to happen after five or on the weekends. A lot of families and clients work during the week. They look at real estate. They look at houses over the weekend. Sometimes you need to know, hey, how much will this home be? How much will the payment be? Uh, can we get an approval letter? We're in a negotiation um, with the highest and best offer. So making myself available is super important to me. Uh, and so I always do that for my clients. Yep, I agree. I agree. Um, well, I appreciate you giving us all of this information, Rusty. and. Um, Tell uh, let us know how how someone can reach out to you and and link up if uh, they are interested in purchasing a home or, or refinancing and, and starting that consultation process. If anybody would like to reach me again, my name is Rusty Manis. I work for Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, and I'm best and most available on cell phone. My cell phone number is seven five seven five zero two nine seven or by email at Rusty Manis, that's R-U-S-T-Y-M-A-N-E-S-S at AtlanticBay.com, and I'll be able to reach them uh, and, and talk to them and discuss the pre-approval. All right, and we're going we're gonna to put Rusty's information on the, uh, the write-up below the uh, podcast interview, so if anybody wants to reach out to him, I highly recommend him. Awesome guy and, and very informative. So, brother, I appreciate you uh, spending time with us. I know you're busy, and uh, you know I, I think uh, 
you definitely helped some people here today. Well, Robbie, I appreciate the confidence, and I can't wait to uh, help anybody that, that thinks now's the time to get pre-approved. Awesome, man. Well, have a good evening. I appreciate it. Thank you.